The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should consider obtaining independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi everyone, welcome to this edition of Stock Doc. I'm Dr. Nigel Finch, and my guest today from Melbourne is James Hemming. Vice President of Stealth Technologies, a wholly owned division of Strategic Elements. Strategic Elements is listed on the ASX under the ticker code SOR. And Strategic Elements operates an ASX-listed pooled development fund, or PDF. And this makes early-stage investments in Australian businesses uh, that operate in resources and technology innovation. And personally, I like these PDFs as they take a high-risk, high-reward play. And while they're not for everyone, PDFs may provide a unique way of diversifying a portfolio. And that's not to mention the dinner party conversations investors can have about some of the fascinating investee companies that the PDFs hold. And Strategic Elements certainly has that. It's got investments in areas such as mining, defence, security, high-tech, um, and, and, and other areas. And so today, uh, we're going to talk about one of those areas, which is stealth technology, um, with uh, our Vice President from SOR, James Hemming. Welcome, James. Thank you, Nigel. Nice, nice to be here and, and uh, share some conversation with you on this podcast. Well, look, it's it's hard to unpack uh, uh, by, by its very nature stealth technology because it's so elusive. Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your background and how you came uh, into strategic elements. Yes, yeah, sure, Nigel. So uh, if I just perhaps start with my background, I, I have been in the, uh, the technology industry for uh, coming up to 20 years now. Um, Worked for some very large um, U.S. software vendors, um, and more recently uh, uh, it was a founding partner um, and director of um, a software and services company uh, here in Melbourne uh, by the name of Rubicon Red. Um, I've had an association with the, the team at Strategic Elements for a number of years now, just through through the industry itself. Um, they. Uh, approached me towards the end of last year uh, to, to gauge my interest in, in coming and working with them to, to help uh, uh, forge a path to market and commercialise some very innovative technology solutions that, that they were uh, in the process of developing. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to unpack today is those, um, those solutions. Um... But um, what is what, what? What do we generally mean by a stealth technology? So the the technologies that stealth uh, applies itself to and focuses upon are some some of the most leading edge technologies uh, in the market today. So uh, if you think about uh, artificial intelligence, robotics, autonomous driving vehicles, these are the technologies that. Uh, the um, engineering and research and development team here at Stealth um, have uh, enormous experience um, and capability with. 
the, the team here at Stealth um, uh, essentially uh, was spun out of the University of uh, Western Australia. Uh, we've got um, PhD and master's level uh, former students uh, that have come in to form the, the core of our engineering team. They all have expertise uh, in those disciplines of artificial intelligence, robotics, autonomous driving. And we are bringing those technologies together uh, into a cohesive solution uh, and bringing that to, to the market here in Australia. Well, I'm sure that if investors are not familiar with SOR, uh, strategic elements, uh, it's certainly worthwhile having a look at, uh, at at some of their announcements because some of the announcements that come out are really interesting where they give an update on one of the business units inside the inside the PDF. And there's a, a fascinating array of technologies that, that you're investing in. And of course, more recently, uh, it's, it's the announcement that's come out in relation to your activities with Honeywell um, that certainly caught our attention. Um, so what is it th that you are working on with, uh, with Honeywell? Yeah, so so we uh, we began some initial conversations with Honeywell um, around August time last year. They they sought us out uh, via one of our key technology advisors, a gentleman by the name of Thomas Braunel, who is a PhD professor from the University of WA. They were seeking expertise and capability uh, to develop uh, an autonomous security vehicle and uh, our team were already under uh, research and development activity in this area and so Thomas brokered some introductions with Honeywell. Uh, those conversations developed and uh, around the September time last year we signed a collaboration agreement with Honeywell. Uh, the intentions of that agreement were for uh, to collaborate and develop experimental autonomous robotic security vehicles. Uh, and that's what we've been doing since that time. Uh, the collaboration is going fantastically well. Um, and they bring some really fantastic industry um, experience and, and use cases uh, to the table. And that couples very nicely with the, the technology capabilities that we have here at Stealth. And James Hemming, you're, you're waist deep in this technology, um, but uh, for those of us who are uh, still on the shore, what is an autonomous robotic security vehicle? That's a good question and one that I'm more than happy to unpack for you, Nigel. The, um, if I break that down into the, to the words itself, so an autonomous vehicle, uh, as, the, as the words suggest, is a, is a, is a vehicle that is uh, capable of uh, self-navigating uh, and driving um, in an autonomous fashion without uh, any human intervention. So it's not there is no driver, uh, there is no uh, remote control. Uh, it self-navigates, determines its course, uh, and proceeds down that course. Um, is able to interpret uh, and scenes in front of it. Uh, avoid obstacles, start and stop, accelerate, decelerate. Uh, all of those uh, functions you'd expect from a normal um, human-driven vehicle, 
but this is entirely done by the stealth operating system uh, which we have um, manufactured uh, and we retain all the intellectual property for uh, and we've um, incorporated that onto a, an actual vehicle a vehicle of, of, of the size and the shape of you know if you consider a golf cart about that size so that's the autonomous piece um, the if i now turn to um, uh, robotics um, the the vehicle itself uh, has uh, cameras um, and robotic actuators which enable it to perform certain functions uh, and the cameras enable it to consume a vast amount of uh, visual data which then enables those the decisions to be made as to what robotic functions will be performed so very much bringing together uh, hardware and software into a, a, a joined up solution which uh, as the uh, the name indicates uh, an autonomous uh, security vehicle and what's the security aspect to it so under the collaboration we are um, developing this solution um, for general purpose uh, security use cases uh, there are there is some information uh, within the collaboration which is confidential in nature so unable to disclose that at this point in time as we're under development um, i can say however we are nearing uh, the completion of development and we'll be entering the testing phase uh, in the not too distant future um, with uh, launch intended for uh, the latter part of this year it's anticipated so uh, but very much uh, for general purpose security uh, and this is release one of the ASV I, I, I would like to highlight. Uh, and we're undertaking that with, with this collaboration uh, arrangement with Honeywell. Uh, we have, um, we are undertaking, I should say, market assessment of other um, sectors that we think uh, will be applicable for this capability uh, that will be outside the security sector. So if you think about... Yeah. Um, uh, examples I could give you would be um, physical critical infrastructure installations like a telecommunications site or a uh, oil and gas facility, uh, a solar panel installation, uh, any of these large physical infrastructures that are critical in nature, um, the, the um, uh, autonomous vehicle capability with the uh, robotics um, will be able to perform uh, surveillance, patrols, uh, inspections, uh, even uh, maintenance, uh, planned maintenance on behalf of um, on behalf of uh, its operators, and so these are additional market sectors uh, in Australia here with that critical infrastructure theme um, as as the guiding light for us that we we see um, uh, you know a, a huge number of opportunities. Um, out you know, over over and above the uh, the initial collaboration with Honeywell, you're keen to focus in this critical infrastructure area. I mean, how big do you see this market, um, and um, and is there a genuine need for you know uh, surveillance, patrolling, deterrence, the sorts of capabilities that you were suggesting? We we we, we firmly believe so. Um, and, and so the, the, I guess the, the, the analysis that we've undertaken to date, um, if I was to give you some, 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 some indications, um, between 2015 and 2050, 
Um, Australia's total spend on new critical infrastructure is presented to be in the vicinity of 1.1 trillion. So that gives you a, a gauge, if you will, of the order of magnitude spend here in Australia alone in uh, critical infrastructure. And uh, that infrastructure requires, um, as it does today, um, it has a requirement to be secure, um, to be able to be patrolled, surveillance to be able to be performed, um, routine maintenance to be undertaken. And all of that um, is capability, which um, fits very nicely with the autonomous um, vehicle and robotic capabilities that we're developing here at Stealth. The coronavirus has certainly, you know, stress tested a lot of parts of, uh, you know, the the Australian economy or the global economy. And, and certainly, I think one of the things that it's shone the light on is the ability of, you know, critical infrastructure to withstand shocks such as this. You know, many people have experienced the inconvenience of, you know, government agency websites and things like this not... Uh, not, not performing when they needed to. Um, and no doubt there's, you know, countless other, um, you know, important uh, elements of infrastructure that have been under tremendous stress. Do you think that uh, the large amount of investment that you foreshadowed, um, much of that has been, has much of that been a catalyst with coronavirus or was that sort of on the cards already? The... <clears throat> That projection of spend that I, I, I mentioned just a moment ago, Nigel, um, uh, was already um, forecasted by the, uh, the Australian government. Uh, and we were uh, undertaking our product market fit analysis uh, in the earlier part of this calendar year and, and had identified critical physical infrastructure because of the nature of our offering uh, the autonomous uh, vehicle is, is physical in nature um, and has the capability to undertake self-navigating patrols uh, and perform surveillance and inspection and, and routine maintenance. Um, so we, we, we had an, a hypothesis that that was a good and, and solid fit for critical infrastructure. Um, what came alongside that was the... The, the huge disruption that the coronavirus has has brought to bear across you know literally every country uh, across, across the world and with that was the communication from governments around the need to protect and secure their critical infrastructure so it was it was a validation point for us Nigel as to our thinking and hypothesis around a focus on critical infrastructure and and the, the coronavirus has, has just reinforced that Look, Honeywell's an incredible partner to be to be working with. I mean, um, as you start to uh, you know develop these um, autonomous security vehicles and uh, uh, you know continue down this pathway, I guess Honeywell may have lots of different sorts of infrastructure facilities for you to to um, experiment with. Is that the case of the partnership? At this point in time, the the intentions of the collaboration are very much to focus on uh, jointly collaborating to develop um, and pursue the opportunity around autonomous uh, security vehicles. Um, and 
we are both uh, looking to understand how we can continue that collaboration um, beyond that particular first uh, use case. And Honeywell, as, as you've just highlighted, is a substantial uh, organisation um, with global scale and, and happens to operate um, in many of those uh, market sectors that are underpinned by critical infrastructure. So there's a, there's a strong overlap there uh, already. And we, we, we certainly here at Stealth have a, have a strong desire to continue to, to develop the collaboration with Honeywell. Uh, we equally uh, are setting about to um, identify what I might categorise as more of a direct path to market as well. So identifying uh, those opportunities here in Australia where, where stealth technologies can um, in, enter a particular market segment, um, demonstrate um, a capability fit um, and uh, ge generate business growth um, in, in addition to, to, to the opportunities that lie for both Honeywell and Stealth Technologies under the collaboration. And what, uh, what are the timelines around this collaboration agreement? I mean, what, what, uh, what can investors start, expect to see um, and, and over what time frame can in, investors expect to see some results? The, the initial term of the collaboration was for a period of 12 months. And from an investor standpoint, uh, we are working towards uh, completing development of the ASV uh, and, and looking to move into uh, the testing phase uh, very shortly. And uh, with that, then there'll be the launch uh, of this um, first solution. From that point on, we, we together will have a strong validation point in the market. Um, we are under discussions with Honeywell, as I've mentioned, uh, around uh, other areas for, for further collaboration. Well, I certainly think that uh, Strategic Elements, uh, SOR, is a very interesting company to put on your watch list and, uh, and, and peek into the ASX announcements as they come through across um, the, the number of different investments that they have. One of them is, uh, is Stealth, and we've heard um, a bit today about uh, this very fascinating work in autonomous robotic security vehicles. James Hemming, thank you very much for joining us today on this edition of Stock Dog. You're very welcome, Nigel. Thank you for having me.